When you go where you are wanted, the biggest reward is you feel wanted. I'm going to say that again. When you go where you are wanted, the biggest reward that you receive is that you feel wanted. Hey loves, my name is Dantea and I'm your fave self-worth therapist and coach. And this is my show, Situationship. This show is about getting out of toxic situationships that go beyond partners to family and friends and everything in between to living a life of joy and self-worth. Okay, let's get into it. So, like always... Like always, I'm a, I'm really excited to talk about this one today. I I usually like to plan out my episodes, and I couldn't remember what I was going to be talking about today. And I pulled it up, and I was like, oh yeah, <laughs> oh yeah. So as you've seen from the episode title, we're going to talk about why you should always go where you are wanted, right? Why you should always go where you want to. Well, I'll talk more about what I mean by that in a moment. So there's that, right? So why you should always go where you're wanted versus go where you think you should be. Go where you think you need to be, where you have to be, right? Somewhere in your mind that that place has been deemed as like where I should be, okay? So let's get started. Let's get started. All right. So we've been talking a lot about always being available, right? No longer prioritizing the needs of others and what makes us really stay in situationships, right? When we have all the signs to leave, you know what I mean? Like we, when we find ourselves in these situationships, there are many signs. Like, like I gotta get the fuck up out of here, bro. Right? Like all that's happening. And we stay. And we stay. And like always, no judgment because I've been there. So today I wanted to talk about something that may seem really obvious to us subconsciously, yet it's still really hard to put into practice, right? Like we may know all the things, actually putting into practice, boo-boo, that's a whole other thing. So this is gonna tie into previous episodes though where we talk where we talk all about like why we focus on who's not giving us attention versus the people who want to give us that attention versus people who want to give us that clarity. I'm trying to tell myself to talk slower because when I play these episodes back, I'm like, you didn't, you can't even make sense of the word I said there. And thank you to everyone who's been rocking out anyways, not understanding what I'm saying. So I'm gonna try to slow down. And you know, I get all excited and I just go. So this is going to tie into a previous episode where we talked all about why we focus on who's not giving us attention versus the people who want to give us attention and clarity, right? So I wanted to offer this other side of the picture. So when we're pining after someone's attention, who treats their affection that they give to us like a cat and mouse game, right? We like, we're trying to get close and get it and they just kind of like tease us, you know? Our self-worth takes a major hit, major hit, right? And yet, and yet, we keep going back to run through the maze because maybe this time we'll get the prize. Maybe this time if I just go left instead of right, I'll get there. 
right? Maybe maybe this time if I go straight instead of right, I'll get there, right? I'll, I'll get what I want. I'll get the prize. The prize being their love and affection, right? Them choosing you, them, them marrying you, them not seeing that other person anymore, them not going to work as often. Today, I'm going to be talking about why you should always always, 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 as much as you can, why you should always go where you are wanted and not where you get messages that say, I only want you when you're in my face or like when you're a last option on my list. When you go where you are wanted, the biggest reward is you feel wanted. I'm gonna say that again. When you go where you are wanted, the biggest reward that you receive is that you feel wanted, right? You feel missed when you leave, you feel seen, you feel heard, you feel held, right? And sometimes that's physically. Like I know when I see my bonus mom, like if there is a hug, embrace at some point in this moment, I'm not leaving without it, right? So let me give you an example. My friend, my really good friend, Seema, she is amazing for many reasons. However, we've been friends for about, gosh, I want to say right before COVID, I feel like. So about three years, maybe even more than that, maybe four years. And we talk often and everything like that, right? And the other day... She texted me and she said, I miss you. And I was like, oh my goodness. Like I had to sit in that moment because it, I realized it felt so good to be missed. It felt so good to be missed by someone who hasn't said that to you in that way directly. It helped me feel like this is a relationship she wants to continue. Made me challenge my beliefs like, oh my gosh, I'm not doing enough as a friend because now that I moved away, we, now we talk way less, right? Hearing that was just so great to say, like, I miss you. And I told her and I said, oh, my gosh, thank you for telling me that you miss me. I love I love to be missed, blah, 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 right? So comparing that with my friend Jasmine, who I've been friends with for, I think, since we were eight years old, if, if not earlier, her and I have had a relationship that has been close. We've gone our separate ways, come back, did a lot of work, Right. Uh, I think sometime last year or maybe two years before that, Jasmine would tell me all the time that she misses me, right? She's like, I miss you. I miss you. We were living in the same like neighborhood. (laughs) I miss you. I miss you. And I remember feeling like irked by that after a while because she would say it. And in my mind, for, for, for my own formula of thinking, if someone says I miss you, there's plans in the works to see me. There's plans or, or, or questions going to follow. Like, I miss you. Can't wait till I see you again. You know, uh, what are you doing Saturday? We need, to, we need to get together. Let's plan, plan, plan. Right? It's, it's coming. It's coming. Maybe in a week, maybe in a month. It's coming. Right? We're, we're making plans. With Jasmine, it never came. She would just say, I miss you. And that was it. And then maybe a week or two later, three weeks, four weeks later, I would say, hey, do you want to get up? Do you want to get together? Right? So I ended up finally telling her how I felt. I said, you know, when you say you miss me and then there's no action behind it, there's no follow-up, there's no planning, it makes me feel like you don't actually like miss me. Like, like why tell me you miss me if you're not going to plan to see me, right? 
<laughs> and she she received that, right? And I'll tell you what, she doesn't say she misses me anymore unless she's planning on seeing me. <laughs> so I just wanted to share that because when you are in spaces where people want you, where people want your attention, your time, just your energy, whatever, it will be known. They say, I miss you. They make the plan. We can have the conversation around that, right? It's not like, um, oh, with my situation when I say, when he says he misses me, you know, I'm not actually sure what he's missing. I'm wondering, like, what is he missing? Is he missing me? Is he missing the food, right? There's all these questions and confusion. You know what I mean? You know what I mean. You know what I mean. Okay. So moving on. When we go where we are wanted, you don't have to prove your worth is what I'm trying to express. Your importance, you don't have to try to uh, get someone to respect you. There's a lot of challenging and questioning and all these kind of things when it comes to situationships, when we when it comes to places where we're not wanted, where we have to uh, try ways to be respected, right? And why certain behaviors why certain continued behavior is unfair to you. I have to do a lot of explaining, like, hey, when you do this, when you say that, I don't like that, hurts my feelings, or I can't believe you said that, why would you say that? Uh, just a lot of, just a lot of like, that is not okay with me. There's a lot of that, and there's a lot of repeating of that, right? So when I was in one of my situationships, I continuously said, I continuously said, do not call me when you're in the car, right? Oh, okay, okay, I won't call you in the car. I'll just call you when I get home, right? I'll call me in the car. Call me in the car again. Call me in the car again. And I have my reasons for not, don't call me in the car. I can talk about that another time. However, I didn't want that. But they would keep doing that. Or, or um, please don't call me when you only have 30 seconds to talk. Like, it's pointless for me, right? I'll call you every time. It's just, it's almost like you're speaking to someone who can't hear you, right? It feels like that. So when you're in the spaces of people who want you there, who, who want you, who need you there, who desire you to be there, who enjoy you being there, they will be able to hear you. They will, they will understand what was hurtful, right? They'll understand maybe what happened in the world that was hurtful to you or something that they did that was hurtful to you and we could talk about it. And they'll make adjustments. They'll make adjustments to change because they want you around. around right they want you around you'll feel it you feel it and I hope you're wondering right now like have I been in that situation before have I felt those feelings of I know when people want me around versus when they don't right if you haven't think about it think about it let me know how it goes so here's here's another example of that okay but first let's take a quick break if you're listening to this episode I bet you're wondering what behaviors you're doing that keep you from getting your needs met and ending up in situationship after situationship. I got you. I've created a situationship quiz and I'm so excited about it. Take the quiz to discover more behaviors and more tips for navigating situationships because I know you're in more than one right now. No judgment, boo-boo. I used to have five situationships at a time. Yes. So you're not alone. You can find the quiz at www.dontea.co forward slash quiz. That's D-O-N-T-E-A dot C-O forward slash quiz. I'll drop it in the show notes as well. Okay, back to the episode. So we're back. 
Here's an example of a time I went to Vegas. Um, this was actually, this was actually in college. I've been to Vegas many times. Hell, I'm going to Vegas this summer. Like I love Vegas. So in the summertime, when I was in college, one of the summers, I uh, had a friend, Brandon, actually, he was living out there and he, um, he would he would tell stories about his life where I I was led to believe that he could get me a um, a job either with his business or or I could for myself I could just be a cocktail waitress and then like stay with him right because I was in college there wasn't a lot of money for me to get my own apartment in Vegas for three months I didn't even, I didn't even know how that would be situated so. I tried to move to Vegas so badly to spend my summer with him. I was like, I'll be a cocktail waitress, it's fine. He kept kind of like denying me at every corner. I just kept pushing it. I didn't I didn't actually slow down enough to look and be like, oh, he doesn't want me here. I just kept trying to make it happen, right? And then finally, it got to the point where I really needed to make money. And I was like, fine, I'm just not going to go to Vegas, blah, blah, blah. That crash and burned, right? So that's an example of like trying to really force something to happen when it's not trying to happen versus my other friends who were saying, you can come stay with me this summer. You can live here this summer. Why don't you do this in this summer? Right. I'm like, no, 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 no. I'm going to go to Vegas. This is my life. I'm going to live. Right. And it got me nowhere. It got me nowhere. It got me nowhere. Right. So have you been there? Right. Has this been you? Have you remember times when you've tried to force something to happen? And maybe maybe it did happen. That's happened to me too. Maybe it did happen where it was like I forced and I forced and I forced and I got there. And how was that situation? Was it what you wanted? Right? Did you feel like you were just pushed to the side? Did the glitter fade away quickly? Was there no glitter at all when you got there? Or was it a really, really good time for the first like two days until he started checking on another girl? Right. Or until you brought up the conversation of what are we what are we doing? What is this? Who is we? What are we together? Right. And then it, then it got really awkward. Or you got into an argument. Right. Like all the times and the things that we forced to happen with our situationship base. How did it actually end up when you got it? If it was really great, did you have to suck it up? Did you have to silence yourself? Did you have to have sex when you didn't want to have sex? You know, and I'm not talking about like rape or whatever. Right. I'm talking more like let me. Let me have sex to say thank you for the trip kind of thing. Or whatever. I've been there too, right? Like there's something I have to do to say thank you. You know what I mean? So the takeaways are really think about the, the places and spaces where you are wanted versus where you are not, right? If you're not sure, like when, well, how can I tell if it's a place where I'm not wanted? Again, going back to thinking about how are my needs received, how are they met? How are my wants met? What's the response, right? If there's something that I don't like that's happening, how do they respond to me? Is it with combativeness? Is it arguing? Is it blowing off? Is it totally not answering the question at all and moving on, right? How are they responding? Versus when you're in spaces where people want you around, they're saying, I miss you, and they really mean that shit, right? They're saying, um, oh my gosh, are you comfortable? Do you need anything? They're saying, they're saying things like... Um, you know, how was your day and really listening, right? Things like that. Really think about it. If you have, if you still have questions, hit me up. I'm here, okay? So you got all this?
I believe in you. You're gonna do great. You got some things to work on. So until next time, see you later. Bye. Thank you for listening to the show, loves. This show was produced by Mackenzie Mazel and me, Dantea. If you got a question you'd like me to answer, which I know you do, please send it to Dantea at soireesintherapy.com. That's S-O-I-R-E-E-S for soirees. When you do that, the answer might just become an episode, and I would love to keep talking about your question. Want to work with me? The link is in the show notes. I'll see you there, and I'll see you in the next episode. Okay.